We are still uh, quarantined. I am Devin. He he's still Pat. Pat, what is your favorite quarantine snack? Was a question we had this week. Oh yes, from from Grubber Band. Um, mm. You know, I'd Pat. like to say it would is something healthy, a little nutritious. Um, I mean, truthfully, in terms of volume ingested, it's probably red wine. But in terms of <laughs> curious, snack, what uh, nutritious means for someone who does is not an advocate for fruit. Well, I was I was thinking vegetables, so not too far <laughs> off the beaten path. Um, there we go. But it's going to be the salt and pepper crinkle cut kettle mm. chips. Mm. Um, they make a lot of great ones. The kettle company. Um, I prefer the crinkle to their more traditional potato chip. Um, it, it, but it, both it, are great. It, it cultivates uh, the seasoning in such a way. Mm. In the the nooks and the crannies, if you will, the peaks and valleys. The peaks and valleys. They're yeah. fantastic. Ooh, How about you, it, Dev? What have you been munching it, on? It's a tough question. I, I do think that I was just uh, officially put on a diet earlier today when I got half of a cupcake for dessert. Uh, so I guess I got to go with cupcakes. Is that is that a is it a diet or is it a rationing situation? <laughs> it, it, at this point, maybe a bit of a rationing situation. Um, also. How can cupcakes be my favorite snack? Like who who just has that many cupcakes? It was just recently uh, Grover Band's birthday, so oh, fair bit of, uh, of fair bit of sweets in the uh, in the household. Um, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Uh, I, I did say I worked out today, which led to not an argument, but uh, a conversation about how that doesn't quote unquote negate uh, the cupcake. Uh, mm. I was not. I was on the opposite side of that. You were pro cupcake. Pro cupcake. Oh, okay. Yeah, normally pro cupcake. I mean, who is it? I like, I like cupcakes, yeah. I'm a cupcake guy. Well, good to know. Well, let's talk about the queen. Oh, the queen. The end of an era. Did I do the whole thing? I forget. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about the queen, and the rest of it will be a surprise. She pulled the flag, Patty. She's gone. Yeah, I mean, I, once, once she explained her logic, you can't really fault her for it. Um, she is god awful in challenges i don't <laughs> think that you know and, and she's self-aware enough to realize that her path back into this game was was narrow um and you know she 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 doesn't have anything left to prove so yeah you know she she gets to ride off into the i'd say sunset but she didn't even wait for the daytime <laughs> and ride off into the middle of the night and that's that Frost is still picking her up that's uh that's that can't be a fun ride um she didn't wait a second. She no, said she was, hi and bye. Yeah, she 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 like game recognized game real quick. Uh, good to <laughs> yeah. see you. Condolences. <laughs> I, I'll I'll meet you at the reunion. <laughs> yeah, I'm still the queen. And, Which uh, like carry on. Also, like a a bit of a power move. Um, I yeah I, I so. My main thought on it was basically that w- the whole season we've been saying, should Sandra make it to the final three? She's the one person that could get there. And in, in, in my opinion, not re- obviously she would have to, but like not really need to state a case more than look what you fools did again. <laughs> yeah. Give me the money. Um, and I sort of was thinking the same thing when, when she decided to leave, I was like, well, cause, cause everything that we were sort of implying with, well, I'm here again. So give me the money is like, what else can you say? What else do I have to prove? Like you let me do it again. So I, I think it was sort of the other side of that coin where it's like, 
I did it. I, I, I did everything that I've possibly been able to do in this game. I poured my heart into it playing for the fourth time. So this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm bad at. Everything that's left for me is what I'm bad at. So deuces. Yep. And yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's been on 10% of the survivor seasons. One, two, one, two of them. So yeah, I mean, I, I think she's earned the right to walk off. I think that you, you, you could even almost see the respect in the fact that either it wasn't aired or it wasn't discussed. No one seemed to, you know, I mean, there was a little, maybe initial surprise, but she was clapped off. There was no ill will. There was no, this is disrespectful to the game, yada, yada, yada. There was none of that. It was just, mm-hmm. that's her decision and she's out and we'll move on. You know, there wasn't, because you, you get that when people quit um, on the island where people are. Oh, you know, no time, no time for on the island quits. Of course, of course. Uh, and I, and I think everyone, everyone who considers himself a fan of the game uh, would respect that. Uh, but we, we gave on the previous edge of extinction, um, Keith and Wendy, uh, a bit of shit for leaving the edge of extinction. Um, Keith, we were given shit from pretty much day one. Uh, Wendy, who has, I forget, she had some sort of, um, ailment, which made it very difficult for her right. challenges. So, um, you know, to each their own. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it I think Sandra might've, maybe she's doing this for, for the people who don't want to stay on the edge and, you know, respect that they were voted out and their game is over. And if, if Sandra can do it, then it's now an acceptable thing in the world of survivor. That's two seasons ago, too much credit, but yeah, two seasons ago, it was Wendy. And, uh, what was the guy's name? Keith, Keith. All right. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Well, all, the other, cause the other thing, and I'll stand by that because the other thing about Sandra leaving is what is she 45? Is she like, is she 50? Like, I don't know. Keith's 17 years old. Like stay on the Island, man. Uh, I, I it's just like another yeah. reason I, I got, I got, I got no real problem with it. I, I'm also like, I mean, both of us, I guess we're, we're, we're big fans. So blah, like benefit of the doubt a bit. Uh, I just, I don't know. She's, she's been one of the more entertaining players I've ever watched both the seasons she's played. And, and last season when she was a part of it, wasn't playing. I felt like, she was like the main reason to watch uh, a lot of weeks. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm right there with her or with everyone else clapping for her, uh, as, as she goes off into the sunset. Do you, um, so she's played four seasons. I think we've watched all of them. Um, do you have a, a favorite Sandra moment? My favorite Sandra moment is because for me, Sandra is like her, her character was really best in the confessionals when you have a a moment where she's listening intently to somebody and you can see that she's giving that person what they want and then cut to her confessional where she's just tearing them a new asshole. Um, But that's where, that's where I grew my love for Sandra. But my favorite Sandra moment is probably at the game changers reunion where she just shows up wearing a tiara, (laughs) got voted out pre-merge wearing a tiara, doesn't care about anything. She's she's just the queen and she is unapologetically herself and she won two times doing it. She wasn't afraid to confront people. For me, just the aura of Sandra is what I'll remember more so than a moment. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you have a do you have a, a moment that stands out for you? So I, I think after I say my moment, this becomes more clear, but like. Maybe the best thing about her is that we're about to talk about. Someone on Mount Rushmore. 
that has won the game twice, won the game the first two times she played, won in an all-star-ish season. Um, and neither of the favorite moments are her like winning the game or neither of, mm-hmm. or in my moments, not even from a season that she won in game changers when mm. her and, and Tony kind of went at each other. And like, I don't know. It almost feels like that's a moment that like stays with Tony moving forward now, but they, they go at each other to two big, big targets on that season. And she wins that head to head matchup. Tony goes home and she stands up and claps at him and says, the queen stays queen. I mean, few, few things are better. Uh, or, or there are a few better things about winning than uh, shaking your ass in someone's face after you beat them. And I mean, Sandra just personified that every second of every game she played and even the season she didn't play because she said, and I, cause I vote you out and that's it. Yeah. And it's just like those two moments were sort of Sandra is essence, like personified to me. Yep. Yeah. And, and for, for what it's worth, um, you know, she stayed, she stayed true to her word. She thought uh, Tyson was trying to cross him, cross her. Tyson was out the door. Next, next shot right. she got. Um, I was glad though, that on the edge of extinction, um, she got some shit from Rob and others about her move because her move was awful and she yeah, deserved I to know. get a little bit of shit for that. And I'm glad that people gave that to her. Um, but again, you know, she's fantastic. One quick little um, Sandra stat here in her four seasons played. She only ever received nine votes against her. And that's two Crazy. times making it all the way to the end. She received zero votes in Pearl Islands, three in Heroes versus Villains, which is the one she eventually, those are the two that she won. Um, and just the one vote, just Denise's vote this season. So, um, which might even, That's you, crazy. you could kind of put that in a category of voting yourself out, I think. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah, her, absolutely. It's, I just think that speaks to her social game and her ability to whip the votes in the way that, and keep the target off her back. Um, in Pearl Islands, you know, she was never really a threat though. Man, the, I watched that recently. Season seven. What a different game that was. Yeah. Just a different way to play Survivor. I got to rewatch one of those. Yeah. That was a good one. That's Johnny Fairplay, Rupert. um, Andrew Savage is in that one as well. Huge Uh, Johnny Fairplay guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I, well, I I don't think he's ever going to get back. Probst doesn't allow him in the same room. No, I know. (laughs) I know they hate each other. (laughs) He will not be back. Um, That was like, he's a, interesting villain himself but yeah yeah the queen the queen stays queen in my eyes and there's there's four places on mount rushmore so she's she's not losing her place anytime soon as far as i'm concerned so uh so so uh on edge we also had like a little scavenger hunt for fire tokens i guess we were getting a little bit in the uh in the easter spirit i don't know if we need to spend a ton of time on it rob found a couple he lied and uh that was fun no uh, and we go. Well, we, yeah, it, yeah. I like I like the edge because we get to spend time with our favorite characters. That's pretty much it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, the the uh, next thing that I was going to say we should talk about was um, tonality. If we head over to the uh, to the Yara tribe, um, Adam uh, again had issues. I, I think I, I, I sort of was able to distill kind of one of the things about Adam that that bugs me um because i feel like he keeps getting played um and obviously it hasn't been a fatal flaw just yet this season but he keeps sort of getting played and then complaining that people are playing 
outside of the spirit of the game, uh, a game that socially really has no rules, a game where you are supposed to lie and force people's yeah. hands and, and do all of these different things. And people continually do that to him. And he's continually yeah. on the wrong side of the vote and on the bottom of all of his alliances. And it's just his confessionals are like, but that's not how it's played in that voice. Yeah. And he complains about other people's tones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there, there. There's a there's an alarming lack of self awareness there, um, and also just the the cut. You know, he's he's right. Somebody on his tribe has an idol, but he is confessing this to the person who has the idol about the other two people who don't Dead. have the idol, and it's just. The, the, <laughs> I mean, it's it's he's he's just he's just off by like the smallest bit, right? And and I think that like that that you have to give him credit, right? He's a winner. He obviously has a good sense of the game and he's not so inherently wrong. It's not like one of these ridiculous, ludicrous claims where somebody blows up their whole game. He's just slow, so slightly wrong and the margin for error this season is that tight. Um, but I was, but, but to your point on um, how the game's played, um, the game, how the game is played and what is the right and the wrong way to play the game is a variable is a variable metric and that metric is determined by the jury of each individual season. Mm. And that's, that's it. And if somebody has a, you know, if Rob were to have stayed in the game and not let anybody talk, nobody strategize and won the game in the end, that's how the game was played this time. And you, th- that's the history of survivor. Mm. I have now through quarantine gone back and watched two full seasons of survivor. Um, <laughs> one, I believe a rewatch Pearl islands. I don't believe I had seen, uh, previously, and if I did, it was it was it was ages ago. Uh, but the the game isn't up to any one person. And Adam, I think, is just this. You know, he's a great narrator. He's he's going to give producers great sound bites to use to drive the story forward. And if he's saying things that don't necessarily align with your or my ideology, yeah, it's going to rub you the wrong wrong way. I, for one, uh, find it hilarious. And every week, I'm becoming more of more of an Adam fan. Pretty much Ugh. because of how much you're getting riled up. I don't really Ugh. have any sort of feeling about him, uh, but <laughs> the more things he does that I know make you upset, the more I want him to stay. So millennials versus Gen X <laughs> was the season that we were sort of peeved that the voting line stayed so strong for so long. Or, or am I incorrect about that? Well, that was before we did the podcast, I believe, but um, oh my gosh, was I think it? our first podcast was um, Ghost Island. Was it Ghost Island? It might have oh, been one before I, that. I just, all right, then, then never mind. My, my, my larger point still stands, I think. I, the, the way that he is perceiving that people should play the game may well, I mean, it just sticks to your point, like may well be in line with how his last season played out but it just isn't how it mm. works when you have people that socially are are much savvier than yeah, most mean, of that, the people that, that were on millennials was such a, yeah and that that season was a, a season where so many people got in their own way by playing very hard and very fast and they put like this is the millennials versus gen x theme i think kind of put it to the forefront of this is the right way to do things, or this is the right way to do things. Right. Uh, one of our favorites, Zeke, uh, who just is like, hey, well, here it goes. I'm going <laughs> to blow up my game and just just launches himself into the middle of a, a situation he doesn't need to be in. 
Um, but he made for great strategy and gameplay. And like, he must've been somebody that Adam adored talking to just the way that Zeke would want to strategize and dissect every single little thing. Um, but I think that that the lack of self-awareness there has a potential to hurt him because he's not playing with people who are doing that same thing, or at least they're not going to do the same thing until there's an underlying trust. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of this new school, old school thing, which I want to talk about uh, once we get to the vote of what do you prioritize now? And he's playing with two older school, but still kind of new school players in uh, Sophie and, and Sarah. And Ben, who's not a super strategic dude, and Rob, who was super old school on this new Yara mm-hmm. tribe. So he's been kind of put in a box in terms of people that he can like scheme with. And, um, and basically, Sarah, Sophie, not people who are trusting him. Ben, not a schemer. Rob, old school. So who can he really kind of go through those things with? And so we're just watching him spiral. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, with with I think him. He'll find a place after the merge. I, 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 think he'll, I think he'll find a person to be with and to ground him. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, let's put a pin in that and, and and roll back to that once we get to the the merge because I have some thoughts there as well. Um, but I guess just move over to the uh, to the challenge and the vote. Then uh, the challenge, one we've seen before, and just quickly on the challenge. I know it's not something we spent a lot of time on uh, recently for any of the episodes, but I, I do enjoy when you see like different teams going about it in different ways tribes going about it in different ways uh for for the same challenge uh so Mm. the fast fast versus the slow was interesting and then for me obviously like wanting and and actively rooting for adam to lose and get voted out it was just like a slow slow death march where like i could tell they weren't spilling water and i knew 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 how this challenge was going to end but i'm just like screaming at the top of my lungs for wendell to like hurry up and pour the water and put the puzzle piece in and quickly in the moment don't let it fill up the bucket and make him have to go back for a second round yeah they were pouring it so slowly too just to not waste any of those drops and and credit to them though that execution was 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 top notch really it was really it was very very good um one always is a missing component in a lot of challenges Absolutely. And, and, and like this one needed it more than a lot of them. Um, sure. my, my thought, uh, here is, is around the puzzle with Wendell calling probes over and how I felt that that was a little misconstrued in the episode uh, across the, the tribe mates as, as thinking that that was showboating. Did you feel that it was showboating? Do you know what I'm alluding to? I, I thought it was a callback to, um, the one time that he finished a puzzle and didn't call probes over and lost the puzzle challenge. Right. That's what I, my, my initial thought was, um, but he does have a certain like nonchalance about him and maybe it's the toothpick. Maybe it's just his general demeanor. Um, I don't yeah. know, but there, there is something that's like not like, that just doesn't seem like he's taking it a hundred percent seriously, even though he does bring it like to it, to it, to a heavy degree. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What, what was your thought on that? Well, I, my thought was that it, it was, it was exactly what you're saying and that he wanted to make mm. sure he was getting credit for what he did, even though I don't know if I fully believe how it played out last time, but I think it can be, I, I don't want to straddle the line on every single take on this episode, but I think it can be a little bit of both because the more I watch him this season and you know, like, 
I mean, not you, Pat, but like normal people have bad qualities and they tend to focus on them and, and like obsess over them a little bit. Um, so watching Wendell's like darker side, these last two episodes, we have so much more in common than I thought we did. Yeah. And it can be, I'm telling you, it can be both having learned a lesson, but also like, you can just be like, Jeff, 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 Jeff. And be like, yo, probes, we about to do this. Like it can be both. And I think, I think it was, so he had the out and like, it's just like passively that he's smart enough to like, think of that and, and, and go about calling Jeff over in the way he did. I think it was showboating, but I, I think it was also like, he knew he could do that because he could easily be like, well, last time I played, I, I lost a challenge by not calling or so. Right. What are you talking about? Right. But he can't help himself. No, he really can't. Um, and I think it was also like, if you do like earlier in the challenge, um, they spilled some water and probe said something about like, they lost a lot of water and, and he said, you know, stop exaggerating or something like that. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I think there, there is, there, there's, he wears his ego on his sleeve, um, but he is, I, I still love him. I'm really loving kind of this villain heel, heel turn for him. I think it makes yeah. him a very, very interesting character. Um, and, but yeah, I, the, the margin by which they lost, I think what meant if they lost by 10 seconds or if they don't have the, it's the fact that it was less than a second. Right. At least that was the perception that we were led to believe. And he, he tweeted no it out. That, um, yeah. He tweeted out that it really was that close. That was literally the entire context of the speech right after the challenge. It really was that close. The, yeah, that. And so if that's the case and I mean, think this is what I, I, I have such a problem. And, I, and we, we need to talk new school versus old school. It's after, after we get to through this vote. But this I have such a problem with um, kind of like th- there's maybe not a problem with the, the new school philosophy, but the absolute number one emphasis on these team challenges or on the, on the, on the, when you're, when you're not in the individual phase of this game should be avoiding tribal council as many times as possible. Mm-hmm. And if you have to go, it's a horrible, horrible thing to do, right? You, you're, you're losing an ally one, you're risking yourself going home. And so if there's anything that you can cling to as a point of blame, I, yeah. I, I don't see anything I, I'd go right to it too. And also knowing that you, there's four people on this tribe, you need to quickly make somebody else the bad guy. And yeah. so that, that I think it's kind of this whirling dervish of, of, of factors that got painted out as one factor mm-hmm. uh, of him being nonchalant, costing the challenge. Yep. I also do. Um, yeah. That, that's pretty much all I got on that. Yeah. On no, no, no. Challenge thing. It's also just being aware of how, I'll just say episode, even though he's probably not thinking about it like that when he's on the island, just how the last episode went for him. And maybe he was tone deaf around how he came off in tribal, but mm, I don't, I don't really buy that. So just like being aware of where his positioning is in the, in the tribe and obviously trying to win the challenge, but not like going out of the way to ostracize himself from the tribe because for sure he seemed like he was on the bottom. And, and that was sort of a, a theme that played through the, uh, the rest of the episode where um, it, it felt like it was building up the entire time for Wendell to go home. Um, Yule confessional right after the challenge saying that he was uh, 
you know, they're, they're tight, but Wendell's a bit of a showboat, just trash talking. Um, and, and then that, that little bit may have been the, the difference between winning and losing. And that was where Yule had sort of written him off at that point. Um, so it was, it was interesting to see, uh, what sort of like went down for the rest of tribal and how Nick and, and Michelle came to siding with Wendell and, and, and deciding to actually, and ultimately voting, uh, voting Yule out with, with some very solid, uh, Wendell Michelle moments sprinkled throughout. Um, I guess just getting right into it. Like you were, were you surprised that, that it wasn't Wendell? Um, I don't want to say that I was, I was surprised though. I, I just, I don't, from Michelle's perspective, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I don't get it from Nick's perspective. Uh, but I do think that it's more of a a new school versus old school thing than it is a um, you know anything on like you know Nick made a bad move. I just think that this this vote really crystallized for me the differences between the new school and the old school and the philosophies that go into these games, which is let's get rid of the biggest threat to win the game as quickly as possible. And we'll deal with whatever the fallout is after the fact. Mm -hmm. And it it is what it is. Um, Which again, I don't, I don't agree with that philosophy. um, At least from, from Nick's perspective at all. Yeah. But it's, I I can accept it for that's how the game is played. And, and, you know, you will exhibited that he was a threat by, you know, talking about, Procuring tokens, which seems so unnecessary, uh, but the, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what else to, what else to say on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. I, um, I think my takeaway from the whole thing sounds like you took away something a little bit more around old versus new. Mine mm-hmm. is that even though Michelle is, I think playing a you know, I'm, I'm really coming around on her and, and she's playing a really strong season against incredible competition. I, I don't know that I can fully take her seriously until she like cuts the cord from Wendell because moving forward, I'm just like, this is predictable. They're going to be on the same tribe for the rest of the game. I see where this is going, even though in her confessional, she says things like, and I don't want to play the game with Wendell. Like we're not tied to the hip. No, I don't know. After this vote and, and, and Yule and someone that you could like really, really trust and, and both uh, in Survivor and outside of Survivor personally and professionally, if you will, like Michelle knows that Wendell's giving weird vibes in the game and out of the game by her own repeated admission, she can't trust him. Uh, I just, that that's like the one flaw I see in her game right now. And it's not like a, a resume flaw necessarily but it is like a, a fatal flaw and that i think wendell mm. will snap her neck the second that he needs to yeah i think i i agree i think wendell will be quick to align with the old to call post merge as best he can um which likely brings in and well we can talk about that but i i think that they'll have he'll be in the numbers and he won't need michelle and when that is the case i don't think he'll have any qualms with letting her go um from michelle's perspective as well if I have to look about, you know, threat versus threat. Yule is 
at least going to be the larger perceived threat. So fair play there. And then who can I work with better? You know, I, I it's almost like the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Mm. She, this is this would have been her first vote voting with Yule. The last vote, he voted out her closest ally on the tribe, which was Parv. And she was forced to kind of like, do I trust Yule to move forward? Is this just a one vote thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we were going to get a little bit more of Michelle's kind of like, I can't believe that in a tribe with one original Sele and three original Decals, I'm part of the the decision makers here. I can't right. believe that that's how this is flipped. Um, and, and that she would kind of put a little bit more credence in that. Um, so I can get it from her perspective that like, I don't know. I have nothing tying me to you a long-term. Maybe I can flip Wendell long-term. And if me and Nick flip on you together, then all of a sudden me and Nick have a bond. So I can, I can get that from Michelle's perspective. Can you rationalize it from Nick's perspective for me? Because I, I, I just can't outside of the, the, the lazy narrative of Yule's a threat. Um, no, I think <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think Nick may well go far this season, but I don't know that I'm, he feels like uh, he's, he's just up, up on the chopping block. He's just, he's ripe for the picking at any point that they need an easy vote. Uh, I think a pretty girl talked to him and he just wanted to vote with her. I don't, I have like less and less faith in him by the episode. I feel like him and Michelle have gone in like complete opposite directions in my mind. I, I don't, mm. I, I don't really, I don't really get it. Cause it felt like he was close with Yule and they both agreed that Wendell was, well, I mean, just to, to steal from what I said last, last episode, like early on um, when they got back from tribal Yule's confessionals really, tied into, in my opinion, like what I was saying last week where he was like, I, uh, I, I don't know what the hell Wendell is doing. I think, I think is what he said. He's like, he's just someone that I, I need to watch. Like basically like I need more data on the variable before I can define it. Mm-hmm. And it was like a very rational and like, I mean, just like from the information that we have, it seemed like, yeah, that's, that's how you should react in this situation. Watch them, see what's going to happen. Don't trust him. And if there's an opportunity, maybe, maybe look to eliminate. Um, I don't know if I'm Nick, I'm just like cozy and up to, to Yule there. So I, it just, maybe they played a, a, an old versus new game, uh, in his head. But I, I just think he's yeah. like, I, I honestly, I just honestly think he's impressionable. See, I, I, maybe I'm giving him more credit than that, but I think that, you know, he plays a game. I think he has a, a, um, a very subtle, an adept social game. I think that he's basically, you know, giving himself to people as putty and raising them up, which is very, very similar to what Sandra does, which is you, shut you, your t- mouth. you, you tell me what you want to do as long as it's not me going home. And that makes sense to me and I will move forward. And then we will take care of that next week. And I will then again reassess and go where the numbers go. And that has been something that has been consistent with Nick so far this season. And he is, I think, playing a game that is very, very much going to make him not a quote unquote threat. And you mentioned like he's going to be easy to pick off when they need an easy vote. I don't think they're going to have an easy vote all season. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think that we're going to get all the way to the end and they're not. 
like the the easy votes are going to be the people you can't trust. They're going to be the people like Tony or Adam who are going haywire on you. They're not going to be the people who you can trust as a reliable number and are also not exerting themselves so much as a threat. So I do still really like his game. Um, but yeah, I, we did have a, um, this was maybe this was fueling the, uh, the old school, uh, new school game. Uh, but we do have a question from Cater Tots 821. Why do you think all of the quote old players were picked off? I, I mean, after a while, I feel like it almost became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like that, mm. well, if there's only one left, they're definitely going to win because all the jury people are going to vote for him or, or her. Um, her. It was her only uh, early on, but um, I, I just think that there's a divide. I don't know. There's like a like a they're they're like these godlike figures in in their mind. I really think it's it's a lot of perception and resume building like like because of that percent they kind of go hand in hand because these people are, are perceived as being so lofty and so sought after that like having those heads on your mantle is very very good to have at the end of the game so like well we were talking last week denise could have easily thrown tony out which is a, a big a big pelt but uh i mean who's bigger than than sandra who's bigger than saying right. I, I played the queen um so i right. i think that's been a decent amount of it. Uh, the only real exception to that, I feel like in, in my opinion is, is Natalie. Uh, and, and I mean, Danny yeah. just seemed like an easy vote, but Natalie, but like, I mean, Natalie is such a freaking threat, uh, compared to all the other women, except for maybe Kim in, in the challenges. So I, I just feel like she had her own. Yeah. Natalie was a relationship threat early yeah. on. Um, and yeah, that was validated quickly. Her story's kind of tailed off a little bit, which, um, bums me out because i was hoping i mean i just maybe i'm reading too much into it but i would expect a little more action from her and confessionals and stuff like that if she was poised to return from the edge but who oh knows? you're I might still not positive that she's coming back well i think there's going to be two opportunities to return from the edge um and i don't know man rob is one of the best challenge players of all time and mm-hmm. he's on the the island as well um yule is also a, a, a very strong challenge player I'm not sure of Tyson or Parv's record, but they're both gamers. And then obviously, um, you know, I'm some, something weird about, um, the, the, when I, when I look at stuff that happens on the edge, Danny is always like last, but I like, I, her, I feel like her stamina is the, is the first. Like, I feel like her, mm. like, I don't think she will ever stop. So I think if there's a challenge that has like all of these multifaceted things where you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. I, th- I really like her poise and I don't know if she's just basically on the fringe and malnourished and that's the most that she can <laughs> do. Uh, but there's, I, I got a weird feeling that like, like a, like a Danny or an Amber is going to make a, a shout at it. But um, no, I, I, I think a little bit is just the game is, is, is evolved. And I've been learning this watching some of these older seasons that it's a good point th- that you don't relationships don't matter nearly as much as they used to. They matter in the sense is that you can't be a complete ass to people. Um, I think of the people on here that have won the season, um, kind of the most hated by their the the their jury was probably Tony, and he may have only won just by the fact that um, 
you know, whoever brought him to the edge or brought him to the end made probably a poor decision in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, saving spoiler alerts. I watched that whole season on Saturday, so I know exactly <laughs> how that all went down. Um, but I, I, from, cause from Nick's perspective, like here, here's how I wanted to, how I think about it and why I'm so upset about this particular vote. Yule from Nick's perspective is somebody, if you vote with Yule, he will vote with you. You will, yeah. you have an ally. You have somebody that you can trust who is going to tell you the truth is not going to go both ways on you. He is, he, that's just not who he is. And that's not how he plays the game. And you're about to head into the merge and you get rid of somebody that you can rely on. Those that vote right after the merge is probably the most chaotic vote in the entire season because you don't know how all of these, the Absolutely. original to call and original Sele and then all of the fractures, who's coming back to who, then the previous relationships and somebody returning from the edge. It's, it's going to be a shit show. I can't wait for it. I'm very excited. But what is more valuable than somebody who you know you can trust? Right. And it got rid of them. But I just think that's the the new school way of playing is that guy is somebody I don't want to sit next to at the end. I got to get rid of him. But I think it's very reactionary because nobody has ever won that many immunity challenges. If they're that big of a threat, you'll have another chance and you can keep them around. I like the meat shield strategy is one that I I wish more people would deploy. And maybe that's just me selfishly wanting these amazing players to stay in the game longer and keep kind of the cream of the crop mm-hmm. longer into the game. But that's, I think that's just the new school way uh, for, yeah, for better or for worse. I feel like the, the social game is like something that makes them seem, seem smarter and, and, and like more of a threat because like, because they're able to build good relationships, they're able to have good conversations and having those conversations being like, Oh, that person's playing that person's smart. Again, it's just like all, all sort of perception in my mind, but, but totally, totally goes into the, the fact that they were good when they played because these things, these earlier seasons were less complicated and allowed them to play to their strengths, which were more core to like what the game was back then, like, uh, with a yeah. last a hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's getting me fired up because I'm just thinking you're super you fired know, up about the merch. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm just, I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a page out of Adam's book and I'm like, that's not the way to play. But Devin, I'm telling you when they left <laughs> the ban on the beaches, I'm going out there, I'm learning how to swim in the ocean. I think it's, oh, I think it's let's time. Do it. I well, it might time. be uh, might be some uh, Instagram material. We can I can I can fly out. We'll make a. I assume if the beaches are open, LAX is too. So I'll yeah, get out there. Right we'll, by there. Uh, you just we'll hop work, right off the plane. We're we're gonna work on the elementary backstroke. It's gonna be great. If um, they do uh, friends versus water, and we could do on, go on that season. That's. I mean, it's gonna happen. Let's pitch it to pros. <laughs> um, there. Oh, one quick note before we get into the merge. There was a yes. reward, reward challenge that they didn't air. What? They did a rewards challenge and which like, I mean, I guess we just trust the, or I just trust the producers at this point, but like if they didn't air it, uh, I saw someone write this, if they didn't air it, then like it's probably well worth it. Well worth not airing it. Like it was probably just not exciting. Uh, But it looked like they did the, like they had those like water balloon launcher things and they had to like knock pins down, I think, and then do a puzzle. Oh shit. Pizza. We, we, um, should I add that into the, I'm in a real dilemma in my scorekeeping for this fantasy league. Oh crap. Oh, I shouldn't say anything. Well, if it helps me add it, if it doesn't, don't waste your time. Okay. Well, I'm, okay. I'm going to go with what was shown on TV. I feel like that's the only, I can't, I can't be making these. Cause I could just say that somebody found an idol, you know, I'm the scorekeeper. 
judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> I think that one said. would manifest itself in the in the episode eventually. But, <laughs> but you are the scorekeeper, so don't let me can, get in your way. Can one time they just not show us that somebody has an idol? I want that so bad. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. One That's, time. These are the little things like when you watch too much. This, yeah, that would be nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's this? Uh, how's this first? I I almost forget what tribes everyone was on first. How does this uh, this first vote at uh, at the merge play out? So we'll just look at it as the people that are in the game. We there's eleven people in the game. We have to assume based on the only other season where there was an edge of extinction that they will merge. They will go to a challenge. All the people from the edge will come back, and one people one person will be reintroduced to the game so that there will be twelve. But we just got to go with the 11 that we got because we don't know who it's going to be. Um, from the 11 that we have, we have one, two, three, four, five original Sele and six original Decal. Um, then we have four current Sele, or I'm sorry, four current Decal, four current Yara, and two current or three current Sele. Um, and so if you're adding the negative numbers up, that makes Michelle on the farthest end of the numbers. So she was on original Sele and she is on new Sele. So she was on the minority originally and then minority after the merge in terms of the most powerful positions. That would be Sarah, Sophie, Kim, and Tony. Just in terms of straight up numbers, in terms of relationships, Dev, this is where it gets fun. Um, which... This is this is probably an easy question, but which new tribe do you think is tightest? Decal, Sele, or Yara? Uh, quick rundown. Current Decal, Denise, Kim, Tony, Jeremy. Current Yara, Sarah, Sophie, Ben, Adam. Current Sele, Wendell, Nick, Michelle. It is... I am way too dumb to do it based off of how you just read it, so I had to pull it back. That was quick. Uh, I have the colors and everything right I got, it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. The tightest tribe is... Oh, uh, Denise, Jerry, Kim, and Tony. By a fucking light. Yeah, country mile, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess my next question is, how do, you, how do you think these... I guess this is probably the better way to ask this. How quickly are these tribes going to be destroyed into different groups of voting blocks? Like, how, how much do you think these tribe lines matter right now when we go into the vote? And dare you even predict how the first vote goes or the, like how the lines get drawn. So I will not stick to the long-term things, but I will tell you for a fact where the votes go in the first episode, uh, Denise, Jeremy, Kim, Tony, Sophie, Sarah, Ben will all vote for Adam. And then Sele plus Adam, this part I'm less sure on, Sele plus Adam will vote for Sarah. Okay. So if I'm if I'm gonna back that out into a into a matchup to watch for, like I'm on ESPN or something, mm-hmm. it's Adam trying to reintegrate with Denise. Is that doable? Because that seems to be his only path in your eyes. Are you just trying to speak truth to power here, or is this? Is no, this, I, I, this... I, I, I like genuinely do think that. So I, I let me set the stage a little bit. Was mad at myself for not saying 
at any point this season on the podcast that if Sandra if Sandra went to exile that she would not be long for that she would she would go home and you I believe said it last week um <laughs> so I wanted to have something something uh, more takes I, I need to I need to take them out of take development I'm too I, just, mm. I, I like to let them incubate uh, Adam I, I think for a fact is going home this week because I think his tribe is is keen to turn on him uh, and that's really what it takes it, it, it may be 11 to 1 but he's no. going home no that would be insane <laughs> I do think he'll, he might over scramble um, the, 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 the counterpoint that I would add is this seems to be get the threat out game and maybe they want the easy vote to start off maybe that's something where they all say hey let's get out this guy who's being neurotic and he's really pushing our buttons and all that um but the people that i'm (laughs) i'm thinking will be on the um on the chopping block are uh tony jeremy and sophie i think that those are the big three that maybe this is at least what we're seeing i think sophie is playing a game very in the background um tony is impossible for him to do that and Jeremy, I think, will always carry a target uh, based on just his reputation. So those would be the three that I'm worried about. When I when you really break it down, Sophie's got an idol. Jeremy can still leave Tribal Council. Oh yeah. Which, like, I just hope that he does that. I need it right, to be used right this time. season. I don't really care if he does it the right. way. Well, I mean, I do care if he does it the right way because I like him. We just care that he uses it. But it I, doesn't need to be he was going home. He just has to use it and watch Tribal go to shit. I just yeah, I just want him to I just want him to stand up and be like, all right, peace, y'all. <laughs> I just think he would deliver it so well too. Hey guys, this tribe was getting really out of pocket. Uh Propes, I gotta I got a hall pass and Propes like reads it. And it's like this is a Jeremy oh. gets to leave tribal without any any uh any any reason or honestly he would probably get up and say nothing. Like Jeremy would be like, Propes, hand it to him and then just dip. Like wouldn't even turn around, would just leave. I hope that Jeremy just walks out and there's no explanation. <laughs> that would be the best way to deliver this. If anyone was uh, going to do it, it would be him. Who do you think's in the best position at the merge? I think Adam's in a poor position. I'd agree with you. He's got a long way to get back in. Um, I don't nearly have as much disdain for him, but I think Adam has a, a tough road back into this game. Uh, I, think, I think Kim has inroads with a lot of people and the ones that she doesn't she can i i think she can make a relationship with michelle and she can bat her big beautiful eyes at nick and 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 be in with him so i think she's in a relatively good spot but i i think man i don't know who i would i I think sophie is in the best position but like Mm. if i were to if i were to do a power ranking for you i think i would do sophie michelle kim see i've actually I got to sleep with, I, I like all three of those. I think they're all, all three in great positions. Um, Sarah, for me, I think is in the, the, the best position. Mm. Um, she has her steal a vote. She has a very tight ally with an idol who knows she has an idol. And I, when I'm looking at these kind of tribe dynamics, she's on Yara. Um, I think that they're going to bring Ben in just fine, her and Sophie. And I think that she's going to be able to reintegrate well back in uh with kim and kind of that power to call that the 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 denise kim tony jeremy who i we we think is real tight and they all seem i mean even tony seems like 
Tony's not dumb. He's just insane. Uh-huh. So Tony's going to go where the numbers dictate and he's going to go to the right place. Um, and I think that they'll be able to fold back into that. And they've got the, uh, the cops are us version two. So I, I really like where Sarah's at. Um, one thing to note, since I've just filled with Kageon knowledge after this weekend, yeah. Tony looked in everything for clues, paper, I think to the point where the producers just started putting stuff in there that wasn't even like, <laughs> and it was just him and Wu at the end. And they put something in there and he went off and read it oh, by the side. And it was just a scale and a mirror. It wasn't like a, yeah. a clue or anything, but I, Tony's watch for Tony to find something at the merge feast. I hope they make it difficult because everybody should be looking for it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just pumped. The crazy thing, Devin, the game hasn't even begun yet. The game hasn't I even know, begun yet. It's already been it such a starts fun at the season. Merge. Starts at the merge. It's been so good. So I'm pumped. My, my one counterpoint about Sarah, I just really quickly would be, I just, it's just a gut feeling that she's going to put a little too much trust in Tony and then it's going to bite her in the butt. Yeah. Tony's a slave to the numbers though. And I think that if they're, they're tight, but Sarah's got to have her guard up with them after last time. Even though I, I would say, I think, I think Sarah dug her own grave uh, with Cass more so than Tony. Yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, but Tony did write her name down. Um, all but right. Uh, for him to win a million dollars. So that's, that's, this is fair. This is fair. Uh, do you have a power uh, move of the week for us? I do. Because um, I have just two up and two down. Oh, that's this fine. Week. Well, just because we didn't see much of the call at yeah. all. Well, give your give your third up to Tony for that sprint, that wind sprint on the beach. Oh, yeah. That one looked good. Um, I'm giving my power move to Michelle. Um, I don't know what all she did, but she was alone on a tribe in terms of the straight up numbers. They lost, and she wasn't up for discussion. And yeah, you got to give her credit there. And that's in an episode where maybe we don't have a whole lot of powerful moments. Um, Could have given it to Rob, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dish out a power move to the edge of extinction. Even though I might have already given one to Natalie. Um, don't go back and check the tape. Um, <laughs> that's funny because I was thinking about incorporating Edge for uh, yeah. ups and downs just to get to oh, yeah. three and three, but yeah, I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. There's, there's standards on this side of the continent. <laughs> Just not. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> so we'll do two up and uh, and two down. Um, downs are uh, for the eighth, 80th week in a row. Um, Adam is down. Adam is down for his uh, refusal to accept um, ulterior or alternate ways of, of playing the game, uh, have, or broadening his worldview. Um, and then, uh, and then this tone and well, we'll just cap it there. Uh, and then Nick, I think Nick is down cause he just feels wishy-washy to me, man. I don't know. Mm. I, 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 he feels wishy-washy to me. I don't know. Um, you like he, water. I just, um, I don't know, man. He he's, he just seems to go with the flow and, and maybe that's, that's his game pre-merge. I just, I just am, am doing two up and two down this week off of uh, faith. I have in that. Hey, that yeah, I'm, individual. Not gonna, I'm not going to fight you on your segment. I will fight you outside of this segment on Nick's game, but I'm not touching it now. And then ups, I gotta go with, uh, with Mish because 
Well, I just a great edit this week. Really good edit. And um, I, I feel like the game maybe is is starting to take a little bit of shape for her where if she can keep Wendell at arm's distance or, 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 or is quicker to cut him than he is to cut her. I think that's the only real like worry I have about her overall. Um, Cause mm. I, I feel like she's, she's seen, seen to be adaptable this season with just what you were saying this week that she was on the bottom last week, aggressively. So, and, and this week her name wasn't even really seriously mentioned. Um, so big into big into Michelle um, and then if I could just give the second one to Jeremy every week, I would, uh, I have to give it, I, I, I try to spread the tribes out. Um, this is going to seem like a weird one, but I, I kind of got to go Wendell too, just because he's been able to navigate how awful he's come off to so many people in so many ways in the last two episodes. And like you, you always see people that win the game have ebbs and flows. And at some point invariably, usually they're they're on the bottom at some time so has he already navigated that and then the the merge is like a, a nice free new world for him where he can just kind of get into playing his game yeah maybe he's on an island of five with michelle maybe when it's a 12 it's a little smoother sailing sure. it's less of a storyline so I, I agree he's got a shot let's go wendy um and then uh and then any other questions or uh or, or just a fantasy update patrick yeah, I think just the fantasy update. I was I did a bad job with asking the questions maybe like three hours before we started recording. So that's on me this time. Um but yes, the fantasy update. Um I'll start at the bottom. I believe we have no changes in standings with third to last Vincent C 118 points, one remaining survivor. Um that survivor is Nick. So according to Devin, that's not looking good. Drew is in 29th place. 101.5 her one remaining survivor is tony love that Ooh, big t tim, still dead last this is a big episode for tim because he has nobody left in the game yeah he needs he needs somebody to come back into the did game he Sandra? no no he oh, didn't good. he was he was out to zero before this um he, or you were well yeah i guess that was that i was, was just i was is, more asking you does he have one less person that can get back in the game oh yeah yeah and so he um oh i should add so yeah sandra loses points for leaving the edge uh respect obviously to her but rules are rules and one a men uh um note correction on our episode last week so parv actually needed another negative five points that i didn't give her because she went home with an advantage uh that advantage obviously was not one that she could have used so a bit unfair but i was gonna say i don't make the rules but i did uh and that's just how the rules are written hey, i don't so, make the rules but i make sure patrick enforces them yeah thank you Devin, for having my back there uh so yeah big week for tim uh tim's looking for amber rob tyson natalie or parv to come back in the game i think he's got a good squad to potentially pull it off but mm -hmm. that's enough talking about last place to our top three um, Jesse H holding down third place, 247 points, all five players left in the game. I see you, uh, Jess. Jo yeah. J Joseph W who is so synonymous with second place at this point. It's, it's not even funny. It used to be, it is no longer funny. Joseph, four players left in the game, 255.5 points and still in first place, 20 points clear of second, 
275.5. All five players left in the game. Kevin W. Holding it down. Joey Silver does. How does Kev's exhaust taste? Oh my god. Let's go. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get fun. The real points come after the merge. The challenge stakes are double in terms of points, and they're only going to one contestant. No more splitting that shit up amongst the tribes. So you gotta be right. You gotta have the right people. This is where you're gonna earn your keep in your fantasy league. It's just a bunch of jockeying up until here. If you still have three players left in the game, count yourself lucky. Um, that is actually, you know, we have it's an average of two point seven players per Oof. team so three is actually in the positive two you're not out of it four like me you're doing great you're doing great i'm not doing great but you got wendell who you love and kim who you love so maybe yeah kim's in a good and rob maybe if rob gets back in Ooh, let's go bobby let's go um all right well uh, i mean um well who who do you think is uh you think joey dub is gonna catch uh kevin w the W is really taking over. Yeah, so there's there is some crossover in these teams. Let me just look at these teams. Oh yeah, let's do a quick little merge recap. So Kevin's team: Wendell, Jeremy, Kim, Michelle, Denise. That's a. I mean, you. I don't even know if you could have a higher point. Oh, Sarah and Sophie are the other two people. Um, and then where is fucking Denise? Joseph Dub had Rob, so great. Then he had Denise, Kim. Nick and Wendell. So really Nick is his only variable there. So basically Nick has to outscore Michelle and and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. Um then Jesse sitting in third. Um he has Adam, Kim, Tony, Wendell, Jeremy. So his only differentiator there is Tony and Adam needing to catch Michelle and who? And Denise. Ooh, begrudgingly a doable. Little, a little more doable. Yeah. Um, a little more doable. But we'll see. There's plenty of people still in this. Um, I'm still loving my team, even though looking after just recapping those um, <laughs> the numbers probably <laughs> don't add up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go sleep yeah, on you, Deej. Never sleep yeah, on Deej. Sarah, if Sarah's on your team, she only's in 13.3%. Sophie's in 16.7% of the pools. Ben. Individual challenge monster only in 13.3. So there's, there's, those are the people that might be able to swing things. Kim 53.3, Wendell 43.3, Jeremy and, um, Jeremy 33. People on, if you got those people, you're, it's like putting Duke as your national championship in the March people, Madness pool. Get you know? your, it's, get your bets in. Sports are gone. Get your bets in. We take, we take a stiff, stiff fee off all winnings, but, we can't bet on anything else right now. So Venmo is at Devin dash George. Yep. Send it over. We will take care of it. We'll put Pat. He we'll will, post an odds this week. He will. He will see to it that I get paid. <laughs> I, I, I might post. Um, I might post odds and just see if anybody wants them for the individual challenge. Let's get them. We'll just see. Open in a sports book. We heard it here first. Uh, we have to get to that. So until next time, we got nothing for you. We will talk to you next week. Come on.